You are listening to Otter Space, Episode 3, Stowaways. Aboard the giant silver clamshell spaceship that just sucked them up out of the ocean, Kip and Cordy sit in complete blackness. I can't see a thing. You can't see because we're dead. Ugh, we're not dead. Not yet. Now I get to spend eternity getting slowly digested in the belly of a giant clam with you. Cordy whips a tarp off their heads. Some clam? Look around. They are inside of a cargo hold filled with otherworldly objects. Whoa. Some glitter, some glow, some ooze. And in the center of it all, the silver clamshell-shaped probe floats in a plasma beam. The cargo bay door opens. This is her, my new paw buddy. How do I look? That's no otter. A menacing silhouette, a walking block with arms enters. Cordy and Kip slide on their wet bellies back under the tarp. The silhouette splits into two figures. One is Gorkle, an enormous furry orange wall with limbs and a flat face. The other is Bo. Imagine a puffer fish with four arms. They wear matching high-tech bracelets. Gorkle speaks first. Behold, the last Aquarian probe. We will be legends. I don't know about that. Bo projects a tablet from his bracelet to analyze the probe. Many said it didn't even exist, but we never gave up our quest. Quest? We were following orders. And Brill will reward us richly for doing it so well. Do? What did we do? We were the closest ship when the beacon fired. Legends! That's what they'll call us. <sighs> Gloating is a waste of time and not part of procedure. Under the tarp, Kip cowers, but Cordy is distracted and plays with the alien artifact. You never let me have my moment. Moments passed, we have orders, deliver the probe to Brill or else. Shh. Don't you shush me. You know I hate that. Do you smell it? That's the hyperspace chili you've been eating. Pew! They can smell your farts all the way to SETI Alpha 5 in the- Oh, there! Typical. Middle of a conversation and you get distracted by- By- I smell it too. It's water! Gorkle's nose leads him to drops of water on the floor. He stoops, runs a finger through a small puddle and licks it. Oh my. It's- it's so pure. Bo analyzes a water sample with his bracelet. Satisfied it's fit for consumption, he tastes a sample. Oh, oh, salty! It's... it's... Perfection! I know! Tongue on the ground, Gorkle licks up two parallel water trails. He whips off the tarp, discovering Kip and Cordy. Oh, hey! <laughs> you found us! Now we close our eyes and you go hide. Gorkle grabs Kip, licks him like a popsicle. Ugh, gross. Bo, the four-armed alien, reaches for Cordy as she dodges. Oh, heck no. I did not consent. 
Gorkle's tongue deftly finds the last drop of water on Kip. Satiated, Gorkle rips an enormous burp. Gorkle tosses Kip into the rafters above. Horrified and covered in alien spit, Kip lands next to Cordy, who was hiding. I was an actual otter pop. Next, they're gonna eat us! Why'd I let you talk me into this obvious trap? Me? Talk you into... We need a plan. Bo's four hands feel around the rafter, closing in. Plans take too long. Let's go! No! Wait! Cordy leaps down, bounces off a fragile alien artifact, spots a closed door, runs for it. No! Cordy jumps on the door handle. Her weight lowers it until she looks straight out a small window and sees the Earth, the moon, outer space. Oh. My. Godders! That's why we look before we leave. Kip eyes a few alien artifacts. A tall statue of a dragon-like alien. Large crystal rings a satellite dish, and on the opposite wall, a button with an emoji of a floating alien on it. Follow me! Kip runs directly at Gorkle. Cordy follows. And slide! Kip and Cordy slide <gasps> right between Gorkle's furry legs. This way! Kip leads Cordy up the dragon alien statue's tail, leaps off the statue's fearsome head, and... Kip smacks into the wall. Cordy skids to a stop. Pathetic life form. Bo plucks Cordy from the statue, ready to lick her. Great plan! I'm going to be lunch! Wait for it! Kip leaps off the wall, where we see he's pressed the button with the emoji of the floating alien. Gravity is suspended. Bo and Gorkle panic as they and everything else in the cargo hold begins to float. Kip glides at them, lends his momentum to Cordy. He grabs her and they start to get away. Gorkle uses his brilliant bracelet to activate anti-gravity boots and stumps after the otters. The otters swim through the crystal rings which provides cover. Get them already. Kip and Cordy rocket off the last ring you turn in the bowl of the satellite dish and launch toward the center of the hole. Bo presses the button with the emoji and restores gravity. Kip lands with the probe in his sharp claws. One more step and I shred the last Aquaman thingamajig to bits. It's a standoff. Now here's how it's going to go. The otter inside of this thing, you two are going to take us to her. Bo and Gorkle are genuinely confused. Cordy claps slowly. Can't believe that actually worked. Glad you're finally appreciating the value of a well-hatched plan. Uh, you know that thingamajig is made from aquarium alloy? The strongest substance in the universe? Kip tries, can't even scratch the probe. Bo and Gorkle close in on Kip and Cordy. <laughs> yeah, only thing's getting shred is you. Moments later, Gorkle carries Kip and Cordy in his hulking furry arms into the spaceship's utility bay. 
which basically looks like a small kitchen you'd see in an office. Bo opens up a door to a small box attached to the wall. <gasps> it's an oven! They're gonna cook us and then they're gonna eat us! This isn't an oven. Oh, so an air fryer then? Don't be ridiculous, this is the garbage chute. Gorkle slams his fist on a button. He jets trash into space. Bo pulls up instructions on his brilliant bracelet. Brilliant code 27B stroke six. Stowaways are to be evacuated. Huh, so you're not going to eat us then. They're gonna eject us into space. See, you should have let me do it my way. Open that door before. Your way? We would have just been sucked out into space sooner. But at least then Whiskers and Fishface would be sucked out too. Oh, she makes a good point. Well, appreciate that, dude. I'm Cordy. Oh, Gorko. Hi, nice to meet you. Gorkle reluctantly shoves the otters into the chute. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I'm Kip, and I didn't get your name. <sighs> How is that relevant? Eject them. He's Bo. Could you follow protocol one time? Bo? J just Bo? Oh, well, my friends call me Kashkavani Scava Michu. Holly Bolly Rolly Saddle Wallow Barrel. I'm just gonna call you Bo. I guess we're not gonna be friends. You're about to shoot us into space, bro! Well, don't take it personally. Yeah, yeah, we got feelings too, you know. We're just following the rules! Bo's brilliant bracelet projects an enormous list of rules. I'm gonna die because of some long list. Ugh, see, Kip? I told you, rules kill the fun, literally. Sorry, but following the rules is Brill's first rule. So, wait, wait, uh, rules? I'm all about rules. He is so annoying. Think I can have a look at those? <laughs> Absolutely not. How am I supposed to know if the rules are fair? Fair? Yes, fair. For instance, is there a way to challenge the rules? Challenge? No one challenges them. Bo scans the rules on his bracelet. Oh, my Brill. A violator's right to an appeal? Appeal? Shall not be infringed upon. Told you. I'm all about the rules. Told ya. He's annoying. Let me just get this straight. All those really nice aliens we've ejected into space over the past, what, 22 solar spans? Oh, they weren't all really nice. All this time, I could have had conversations with someone else. Well, talking to you is like talking to a wall. A big, hairy wall. Gorkle picks up Cordy, cradles her, and exits. Meanwhile, underneath the flying clamshell spaceship, Sea Star is still attached to the underside of the ship as it zips through outer space. Back inside the ship, Gorkle leads Cordy down a hallway. One room is all techie. The other wall is transparent. We see a room filled with a clear water-like liquid. <clears throat> Leading Kip, Bo reads more rules. <laughs> you, you might have been better off ejected into space. What's it say? Your appeal is before Brill. Brill? What's a Brill? Who is Brill? That's what I'm asking. You never heard of Brill, the Almighty? Nope. 
Brill the Supreme? Never heard of the dude. Brill the bloody? Brill the ruler of a million worlds? Oh, that Brill! Wait, who? So, Brill doesn't happen to be an otter? Looks like us. Likes to leave cryptic messages inside metal clams. Once we deliver the probe to Dominion, you'll know Brill. Dominion? Brill's empire, home to a quintillion intelligent life forms. <laughs> now you're just making up numbers. She won't exactly add to the intelligent life forms, am I right? <laughs> hey, hey, be nice to Cordy. Thank you. So, gee, of these bazillion life forms, you ever see any who look like us? I've never seen anyone quite like you, Cordy. Yeah, me either. But Brill will find whoever you're looking for. Brill knows all. And you're taking us to see Brill. We'll be there by lunch. Hmm. Is there a place I can read all of Brill's rules? Bo is intrigued. They arrive at the front of a door leading to the guest quarters. You'll have to forgive us. We've never had guests. The door slides open, revealing an empty room. Love what you've done with the place. Not to worry. We have room service. Sweet! I'll do a cheeseburger with a chocolate milkshake. Not me. Tell the room. Like so. Uh, <clears throat> room, small desk, chair, computer. A plasma desk, chair, and computer appear. Bo opens a document on the computer. Ah, here you go, Kip. The complete rules of Brill. Hmm. Kip feels the chair, jumps into it, amazed that it's solid. Hi, room? I want a... a trampoline! A plasma trampoline appears. Cordy dives on, goes nuts. through an endless list of rules. How many rules are there? How many? Gosh, Brill adds new ones all the time. Millions, I guess. And I only have until lunch? Yes, but it's such a pleasure to read. Woohoo! <laughs> room! Uh, dance floor! Disco balls! DJ! The room transforms into an intergalactic nightclub with music. Cordy boogies on the plasma dance floor. Cordy, you mind? Kip, you're missing out! Cordy! What? No, there's plenty of room. Shake your tail, dude! <laughs> I have to study the rules in here. Cordy shrugs, keeps dancing. Mesmerized, Gorkle prepares to get on the plasma trampoline. Gorkill! That's a violation of rule BZST-486C! No unauthorized leaping! I admire you, Kip. I remember my first time reading The Rules of Brill. I mean, you have no chance of winning your appeal, and Brill will almost certainly sentence you to a lifetime in the vapor mines, but still, I admire you. Um, thanks? All these solar spans, you've been ordering me to eject stowaways into space, and you never thought, hey, who are the guest quarters for? Not gonna let this go, are you? I'm still processing. Bo and Gorkle exit, 
Kip and Cordy are alone. Room, stop the music. Plasma DJ and DJ booth vanish. <sighs> we are so out of here. We're hundreds of thousands of miles away from anything, so where are we going exactly? You got a better plan? What am I saying? Of course you got a plan. Duh. I study these rules, find a loophole, get us out of trouble, and maybe a couple of brand new space otter paw buddies. Ba-boom. So, study rules? That's your big, exciting plan? Room, another chair, please. Desk and computer, we only got until lunch. Another chair, desk, and computer pop up under Cordy. Uh, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> How about instead I buy you more time to study? I don't like the sound of that. Hey, you do you. I do me. The door opens for Cordy. She smiles deviously. This is going to be fun. 